hood motherfucking rising y'all um it's today's episode i'm very very excited about we get to talk about something that's really important to me especially in the community in the spiritual community i think it's very very important because there's a lot of people running out here you know with hurt feelings and candles and trying to make some shit shake and um i think that mental health is something that needs to be taken very seriously not only in the black community but definitely the spiritual community because you know a lot of the things that you guys are a lot of the things that i've learned in my time in this community is that a lot of people get upset about certain things when it's all actually just projection you know a lot of people project their insecurities a lot of people project their false egos and you know things of that nature onto things that really don't necessarily need it i mean if you're trying to heal you need to heal you know what i mean like why cause more chaos and destruction than necessary but uh that's just that's just my opinion of it you know queen of swords i don't really i'm not really ruled by emotion but logic um overall so today we have a special guest and i'm really excited to have her um if you follow me on any social media platform i follow her on all of them um so you've probably seen her either in my comments in my mentions in my repost in my everything but she is a licensed therapist um and i have actually had sessions with her and i think she is just wonderful and truly 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 amazing um she's very cost effective um as far as her pricing goes and she's really you know open and laid back she's not only a therapist but also a spiritualist so it's awesome because you know we can have conversations that you know would sound crazy to anybody else like girl i'm in a spiritual war and this is what's going on and she's like oh okay let's unpack this you know what i mean and and so you got to give people their roses while they're here. And so I want to introduce you to Corinne. She's also known on Ashley Lisa, known as Ashley Lisa on most social media platforms. So you guys could probably find her under that. She's on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all of them. <laughs> hey. Hey, how are you? I am great. That's so good here. I'm sorry about the little delay. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm just <laughs> living my best life here. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. So, everybody, I wanted to introduce you guys to Corinne. Corinne also goes by the Ashy Lisa handle on Instagram, it's I believe, me. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> everywhere, right? Basically. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, you guys probably see us all day uh, mentioning each other back and forth in each other's comments and things of that nature. Now, one of the things about Karen is that she's actually um, a licensed therapist, but she's also a spiritualist. And I think that's so amazing. Uh, yes. Just, like, being able to have that balance between the two. I've actually used her services, and I, I recommend them to everybody I know if they're looking for low-cost or affordable, you know, therapy sessions um that are easily obtainable and things of that nature she has great rates and it's always nice to be able to speak to somebody who's also in the path because then you you know what I mean like usually if you went to a regular you know muggle therapist they would be looking at you crazy if you said like oh I talk to spirits and they're like oh what you do what um and so it's just nice and pretty refreshing to have that you know somebody who understands what you're going through like I know that the first time I had contacted her 
was when I was in the middle of my spiritual warfare and like I had so much stuff to unpack. Like my friends were tired about hearing about it. My dudes who don't walk the path were like so mind blown and did not understand what was going on. And so, you know, it was just like nice to have somebody to be able to speak um, to about everything that was going on. And so that's why I had first reached out to Corinne. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, Corinne. <laughs> no. You can go ahead and tell our, our listeners a little bit about yourself. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Corinne. Um, I do run AshyLisa.com and AshyLisa the brand, if you will. Um, I started the brand in 2019. I've been in like spirituality, which I guess we'll get to late, like later on in the podcast, mm-hmm. um, since about 2011. Um, but I just got very, very active um, in 2019 and decided to build a brand around it and incorporate my mental health services that I do um, in the my reality and like professional life and just bring it in with my spirituality. Mm-hmm. and you know offer some services to the people and you know get people where they need to go because I did notice when I started to become more active before I wasn't as active mm-hmm. um, in spirituality I was definitely a believer of it um, it was dibbling and dabbling but I wasn't as active but when I started to kind of you know be in groups do research a lot of things were like oh okay mental health is not here <laughs> you know what I mean there's no mental wellness here so I thought that it would be nice to, you know, open up those services so that, you know, spiritualists can get the help that they need. Because I think a lot of people spiritually bypass, um, you know, shadow work or their mental wellness, thinking, you know, maybe their spirits, their deity or whatever it is they are, you know, working in mm-hmm. is going to get them to where they need to go. And that's not always the case. So that's why I started the brand. Um, and a little bit about the mental health stuff. I've been doing that for about, um, I'm going to say 11 years now. Oh, so wow. um, anything that you could possibly think of um, in the mental health sector, social work sector, I have done. Um, I have worked with all different types of populations. I started um, in crisis counseling, which um, is suicide prevention and sexual assault. And that was a beautiful start. I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, Corinne, that's crazy. But <laughs> that's where I started. So if that's where you start at, you can only imagine where I've been in the last like 11 years. So um, I've been doing that. Um, I am currently in private practice. So I do that separately. And then I also have the spiritual services that I you know, offer and the vent sessions. And like you said, the therapy at a lower cost because therapy is very expensive. And for some people, it can be inaccessible. Like you said, trying to find the right person, you know, are they going to be able to help me? cannot afford this you know I wanted to take some of those barriers out because I think people need therapy like it should be free (laughs) I definitely agree I personally feel like I mean going um to be 100% honest just being in you know the spiritual world for so long I noticed that a lot of people um tend to use candles for everything and it's like candles aren't for everything sometimes you have to get it out sometimes you have to talk with somebody sometimes sometimes you know unpacking the shit that you're going through actually helps you so much more than burning a candle like sometimes I always make this joke that it's just a bunch of you know hurt bitches with candles and, okay <laughs> and like I mean we've all been hurt like I mean I'm and this is no tea no shape to anyone we've all been hurt like I always talk about 
my 18th year being like the most traumatic year of my life and it just being one of those situations where it was just trauma after trauma after trauma and I personally me personally I feel that if I would have went and sought therapy in those moments especially with the right therapist because that's when you know I started to have my spiritual awakening and things of that nature I might have been a little bit I would have like life would have been like night to day 100% because I mean, it took me to go through those traumatic events to like 10 years later to where I was like 100% comfortable. And I feel like if I would have sought therapy to like at least just get over the trauma, not really necessarily to talk about my spiritual experiences, because I don't believe I would have found a therapist who was on that path at that time. Um, But I believe I probably would have done myself a service to at least take into the mental health perspective um at that time yeah that's it's like super important like when you talk about your journey and like how your mental health is something a little bit different than your spiritual thing that's what I with this podcast I'm hoping to get across to your listeners is that it is separate I think like you said with the candles specifically everybody's like I need a love candle I can do a self-love candle I can do you know, I want to do this for this type of candle. And I'm like, you know what? You know, candles are great. But, you know, we could also, you know, get some, you know, treatment work done. And really, like you said, unpack why you feel like you need a candle mm-hmm. for that. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I know that for me specifically, um, there's a lot of things that I don't react to like I would have a long time ago. And not only does that speak about my growth along the path, but that also speaks about like um, just kind of like my growth in therapy because, you know, I don't need to respond or react to everything. Like a lot of times it's one of the things that I've learned going to therapy and seeking mental health services is that a lot of the the things that people try to put on me, um, that a lot of people try and put on me, the labels or whatever the case may be that's a lot of projection. Like I always talk about how I don't need, I don't need to walk around calling myself a high priestess. I don't need to call, walk around calling myself a witch. I don't need to walk around calling myself these things because at the end of the day, I know what I can do and it shows in my work. It shows in my lifestyle. It shows in what I do. And so because of that, I don't necessarily need the label. I don't need that outside validation from a a whole bunch of people that I don't know. Um, yes and that kind of has been one of the things that I've been able to unpack in therapy and going to therapy and just like really working on my mental health as well like um, yesterday the self-love podcast actually um, released and that's one of the things mental health and therapy has been one of the things that has enabled me to truly you know unpack all the stuff that was preventing me from loving myself before yes Like, of course, you know, a self-love jar is great. A ritual is great. You know, those are cool and and all of that. However, you know, therapy really helps you unpack. Like, why didn't you love yourself before? Is it because you went through trauma? Oh, you went through trauma? Like, let's unpack that. let's, Let's see how that trauma that you experienced at that time affected you. And, you know, um 
and like let's let's stop burying this and get over the hump and like really you know just work on unpacking that so that you can let that go because I'm always talking about you know Erica Badu and bag lady you know I don't want to carry that yes okay put it down and I think too with like you said with with self-love I brought that up because I did listen to the episode which I love the podcast anyway so I'm excited to be here but I was thinking about that in my own journey to self-care and self-wellness and self-love it was very much before I got into spirituality. It very much was a lot of crying, a lot of coconut oil, a lot of therapy. <laughs> and, you know, it was a lot of things that I was able to get the foundation for before I started in this journey, which makes it so much easier for me. And I'm able to attract certain things a little bit quicker because that foundation was already set. Mm-hmm. Like when you talked about taking that year off just to focus on you and not so much like, let me provide services or let me do this or let me do that for other people. You do have to take time just for yourself. And, it, you know, a year could be for some people. Some people might need more than that. And that's okay. But taking that time to set that foundation makes it so you can do a self-love ritual or you can do a self-love candle or you can make a self-love altar. And it actually works because what you said a lot of people are doing is trying to bypass the foundation. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have any self-love or you don't know what it is, you don't know what it looks like, and you're not addressing the, you know, shadows and traumas, you burning the candle to what? What are you burning the candle to? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Because, like, I, that's one of the things that I noticed, too, is a lot of people, you know, I always talk about how, like, I don't really care about what you say, like, what your opinion of me. You shouldn't even have an opinion of me. You barely have an opinion of yourself. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people get into the path unfortunately due to the fact that they want love they they they're trying to manifest a relationship that you know is they're they're trying to manifest their perfect relationship yet the relationship that they have with themselves is shambles you know okay it's in shambles they don't really like themselves they don't really you know they don't spend time with themselves they spend all of this time comparing themselves to everybody else and it's like how can you teach somebody how to love you if you don't really know you know what loving yourself is like I mean granted we know what we like we know you know oh I think romantic things are cute or you know I I want to be posted yeah. on somebody's IG but like the day in and day out I always talk about my experiences with my exes and one of the reasons that I can say I was so in love with my ex lies and deceit is because he allowed me the opportunity to say no and before you know like especially having such a controlling mother and like being in other relationships I never had the opportunity to like really enforce my boundaries without that being the end of it without that being a bigger issue and so that like in that relationship I can definitely say he loved me enough to allow me to love myself like there was enough space for both of us and that's one of the things that happens along in the path they come and they realize that you know you can start manifesting money and you can start manifesting you know dudes and all these other kinds of things and it's just you know sometimes you are manifesting things that really aren't suitable for you at that time and you lose them yeah um I think yeah you're not you're not going to be able I think again going back into the foundations of a relationship a lot of people don't know what it takes to be in that day in and day out relationship and then the models that they do have are toxic Mm -hmm. so yes like you said I want to be posted I want to be loved on I want you to talk to me every day all day I want 
But if you think about like what normal life is and what reality is, it's not reality based. And that's what therapy helps you. Mm -hmm. It helps you, you know, take down, take down those walls and those thoughts of what, you know, you think reality is and actually brings you into reality and helps you integrate a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what spirituality is doing as well. When you get into the path, whatever, you know, yours may be. It's helping you, you know, get based in reality and how you can manipulate it and make it to your liking. But a lot of people are already trying to live there and they're not there Exactly. Yet. I definitely, definitely agree with that. I mean, that is one of the things that I could say that, you know, spirituality and therapy have hand in hand. I mean, in order to be successful and like really like unpack and really be good. I'm not going to say be good at therapy, but to like use the service as it should be and to use spirituality as it should be those two do go hand in hand because both of them require accountability and I always talk about how like you know I'm learning different things I'm in a I'm in a different you know I started with hoodoo um and just like listening to the voices Mm -hmm. in my head but like now I'm like really going down a more disciplined path with Aoife and um you know voodoo yes jesus and it is causing me it is forcing me to be more disciplined it is forcing me to be more accountable whereas with hoodoo everybody is like karma doesn't exist and i could do whatever i want and there's no repercussions and there's no actions and that's just not how it is um and this is not to down anybody anybody and their beliefs or their belief systems Mm -hmm. however i just feel like there has to be a i feel like if you really truly want to change your life there has to be a little bit more structure to it there has to be a little bit more accountability to it because if you are not being held accountable and you're not holding yourselves accountable how can you really make change yeah and i think that's important when you talk about spirituality and coming into spirituality um, certain belief systems don't, like you said, necessarily believe in accountability or you doing the shadow work. Mm-hmm. Everything is very much, I can have what I want, you won't give it to me now. And, you know, life don't really work like that. As much as we would love it to, mm-hmm. um, in the real world, it does not work like that. And when you do certain things, consequences do happen. Even in, um, like you were saying, even in hoodoo, everybody comes into that. That's one of the things that everybody's like, okay, that's where I'm going to start. Even in that, certain things that you do, whether you believe it or not, is going to come back mm-hmm. on you. So when you are doing certain things like love spells on people who do do not know that you're doing that, or you know, financially speaking, if you're doing a spell and you know you owe nine hundred ninety nine people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> there are consequences um, to all of your actions, whether you see them or not. And being in therapy helps with that accountability and helping it help will help you understand that you know maybe I do want all these things, but like you said, am I ready? Am I able to take do, take the steps I need to take and be disciplined? Because a lot of people don't have that, and you definitely need that spirituality. I for me personally, being a therapist and then being in it, I'm like, I don't know how people kind of do this without discipline or some sort of structure. Mm-hmm. Because it to me, that's all that's scary because you are allowing um so many things to change, and there's so many different you know entities, energies, and things like that that are, are waiting for you to do that. Um, to take advantage of you so I 100% will tell people please be accountable and disciplined don't be out here just you know trying everything and making exactly because whether it's therapy or magic don't exactly, do that because spirit will definitely come through and, walk, and knock your head between the washer and the dryer like 
We'll knock all this, they, all this over. Just knock it all without, over. Without hesitation, because they are waiting. <laughs> I hate to say it. Like, your spirits love you. Your spirits love you. They want you to be your very best self. However, one of the things that they, you know, are waiting, they want to see if you're going to be a good steward of, like, what it is they brought to you. Um, I always yes. talk about how like I messed up with Oshun that one time and it was the simplest shit like when I say it was the smallest thing it was the smallest detail that I overlooked and I remember when I went on my campaign to get her back because I was on yes. the whole campaign don't get me wrong I was on a campaign okay I was like you gotta get back in her good graces. That's, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was dropping off the offerings one 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 day, and she was like, "And this is how I know this is her, and it wasn't me." She was like, "I brought you that shit. I brought you that shit. How can you expect?" Com- she was, and this is what she said. She said, "I brought you that shit. How can you expect consistency from me if you refuse to be consistent with me?" See. And I was like, that's Whoa. that'll do it for you. That that one time, I'm glad it was something. It was that was not little what happened, but I'm glad that you know she was able to show you in that way and not another way. Yeah, me too. People be out here throwing themselves up on the crap table, exactly. Um, and you don't ever know what they're gonna give you, exactly. Because I know a lot of people like you know uh, they will petition like one of the things and this is one of the things that I always say as far as like Oshun and things of that nature and just like all the spirits that I work with I am not you know I'm not in a rush to add more spirits to my roster because I already spend enough on offerings I already spend enough time you know meditating with them I already (gasps) spend enough uh and that's between my people and the spirits that walk with me you know what I mean but okay one of the things that I can say is like I noticed that a lot of people will you know petition one spirit for something and then it doesn't work so then they wait a couple of months and they they go to the next spirit and then it doesn't work and then they wait a couple of weeks and they go to the next spirit and it's all the same petition and it's all the same petition and it's like at what point do you recognize that maybe it's you that needs to change in order for you to see this change because it's not like the spirits are saying no they're saying yes We'll give it to you probably more than likely. And, and, and in most cases, they're willing to give it to you. However, you have to be consistent and you have to be okay. willing to change. And sometimes that change is your mindset. Sometimes that change is unpacking. Sometimes that you want a relationship and you're, you know, you're petitioning for this great relationship with this person. However, you're coming to the table with all of this baggage and all this toxic energy and your toxic ways. You don't know how to communicate. You are, you know, manipulative in whatever ways you're manipulative. And if you think that people's spirits are not protecting them from that energy, you're wrong. Okay, I just, that that just helped, you know, me think of something. Um, again, accountability. Mm-hmm. Whatever you are asking for, whatever you are petitioning, or if it involves another person, they have the same stuff that you have in most mm. cases. There are very few people who don't have any spirits or don't have any ancestors. It's a lie because everybody has ancestors. But there are people who are, again, shielding them from these things because they know that you are not <laughs> Exactly. They, they know, know that you're not it, and they also know 
that you they also know that if they granted you that wish you would be doing that other person a disservice why would they allow you to bring your toxic bullshit over to this other person who's living and enjoying life and is doing their own work you know what i mean i one of the reasons why i don't like the twin flame journey or the soulmate journey or whatever the case may be i don't like those labels on relationships because i feel like they're an excuse to allow people to treat you however um no boundaries they lack Mm. boundaries and they're just an excuse to me i mean i do believe that they truly exist don't get me wrong but i just don't believe everyone who's saying that this is a twin flame connection is in a twin flame connection um yeah mm -mm. it's it's a no for me and i would just say it's somebody who works with and you know and for over a long time a period of time with a lot of different people relationships um are harder now than they were before because we have so many different distractions and i feel like you said the twin flame the love reading the whole like less you know do love workings and stuff on relationships that are not healthy don't help anybody i agree that journey of like you said i want to go find my twin flame or is this my twin flame or is this my soulmate it's nothing beloved it's nothing <laughs> it's, i it's agree nothing. let's work on you know why the relationship is having the problems that it's having so when i offer love readings and love readings that i offer are geared to your relationship and how Mm -hmm. we can make it better and or what we can do in that type of way it's not like let's do a a twin flame yeah and see i totally agree with that because like one of the things that i believe like i'm not on the twin journey uh twin flame journey this lifetime i always talk about how my twin flame had like passed away when i was like 18 and i went through that traumatic year And so, like, my twin flame is not here this lifetime, so I'm stuck around with, like, a whole bunch of soulmates. And one of the things that I'm really proud that we were able to do is, like, we were able to, like, patch things up, like, right before he transitioned and he passed over. You know what I mean? I was like, look at us. We're grownups. Like, this is crazy. Look at y'all. And one of the things that I can say is, like, when we had gotten to that place, it wasn't about staying in each other's lives and being toxic. It wasn't about that. It wasn't about forcing a relationship at that point in time that just was not working. It took us separation to learn the lessons. Like he had his own lessons to learn. I had my own lessons to learn. And at that point, after years, we were able to come back together and be like, look at us. We grown up. This is crazy. Look at y'all. And so that's what I always talk. That's why I always say, like, if that's your twin, that's your twin flame, then that's going to be your twin flame. And, you know, you both have growth to do. And sometimes you have to do that growth separately. And if it's meant to be, you will come back. Because, like, I didn't had so many relationships where I thought I was done with the nigga. And then all of a sudden, Spirit's like, oh, he about to spin a block. He didn't grow Here up you go. a little bit. You know what I mean? He didn't grow Try up it. a little bit. He's See what happens. to this now. He's open to that now. And, you know, he had to spin the block. And I, of course, had to do my own work and my own healing on my own. And that's one of the things, too, because I feel like people have this fear of being alone. But I feel like you grow so much. You know, we have so many dependent relationships. We have so many, so many codependent relationships, so many like toxic situations that it's really hard to find yourself in that environment. And so sometimes you have to remove yourself from that environment so that you can truly grow. And if it's for you, can't nobody stop it. And it's going to come back. It's going to spin the block when it's time. 
Yeah, and just just uh, let go, and I think that brought me to another thought process too. Letting go, a lot of us, myself included, struggle with letting shit go, and that's what therapy can help you do. I try to explain it to people who are new to it. Like I'm an incinerator, you're gonna put the things in, and they're gonna mm-hmm. burn up. So if you continue to carry this after we've had this conversation, after we maybe did some treatment work or whatever the situation is, then you are now accepting responsibility that you do not want to change. You do not want to grow. You mm-hmm. do not want to heal. We got to let this shit go. Because at some point, like I, like at some point I'm just like, okay, bitch. like even, even when I came to you um, in regards for that, when I came to you for that vet session in regards to what was going yes. on, it took me almost an entire summer to kind of just like do the work on my own. And I was like, you know, what did I do to cause this? Because I, I'm one of those people, I don't know if it's just my logical mind and I'm more of a thought person than a feeling person. So I don't really act off of emotions. I act, I act and I react due to my thoughts. And so like during that whole summer, I was kind of like, what did I do to cause this? And like, what in what ways could I be better, you know, for the next time? And in what ways can I change? And it really just came down to it, like where it was like, you know, a lot of this situation occurred from projections and just like, you know, insecurity and uncertainty. And it was just like a toxic situation because I told myself, I was like, you know, when I had to cut ties, I was like, you know, let's give each other space. We're both looking for something that's amazing. So like, let's give each other space. And then, you know, maybe... You know, down the line, when cooler heads prevail, we can come back and like revisit this. Yeah, and see but, what I mean, at this point, due to what everything that's transpired, there's no way. And I just, you know, people no. have to grow at their own level, and you have to accept it. I mean, not everything is for you know, like I totally understand that I'm not for everybody. Not, I'm not for everybody. Right. I don't try to be I don't aspire to be I don't want to be and so like I feel like in that vent session you were able to like open me up to a whole new idea like you know this isn't your fault and I don't blame you for not wanting to revisit this or you're done with that chapter you know what I mean because I often feel guilt like don't get me wrong like although I do cut ties and I move on and I move forward that doesn't exempt me from any guilt I may feel or feeling as though I didn't no. do enough, you know, like, cause sometimes there, you know, when we have to cut ties, there's always like, damn, like, could I have done more? Or what, what else should I have done? But it was very helpful to have somebody that I was able to talk to where it was just like, no, no. Yeah. That's not really how that works. And I think that also is a great point for people with therapy that a lot of times it's not I think a lot of people think it's like I'm going to tell somebody my business they don't know me they're not going to understand there's not going to be a report there's not and they're just going to yell at me that's not the case it's not you know we're humans too but we also understand that you're experiencing something super traumatic what you went through was super traumatic that's not something that you know you can take this whole view of like you said okay what did I do wrong how can I do better some things that happen to you have nothing to do with you and you cannot accept the responsibility for a situation that is on somebody's mm-hmm. entirely. You know what I mean? Certain things that happen to us, certain traumas that happen to us um, are just that other person's fault. And they have to accept responsibility and they have to accept the consequences for that. That's not for us, like you said, to have guilt, shame, or maybe I could have did better or I could have did this or I could have did that. No, 
that's on them. They got to answer for that. They got to get with God. They got to get their people. And, you know, they got to atone for that. No, you? but I mean, I mean, it's, um, it's only normal that, you know, you have those questions after something like traumatic like that happens. And it's like, dang. Yeah, that's like super. I'm telling you now, when in dealing with people who deal with trauma and then when you get spiritual trauma, it's, it's I'm glad that I'm here. I just say that. I just pat myself on the back because <laughs> spiritual trauma is a little bit different um, than regular trauma because you are in a space of spirituality to heal, to grow, to progress. And when somebody violates you in that space, it could take you some places you don't even want to go. With regular trauma, that's enough. But spiritually speaking, I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to get myself to a better place and I'm being violated. You have to talk to somebody about that. You know what I mean? And in therapy, it is very hard for a muggle to understand I'm in a healing space in a healing place where people are supposed to be safe and then they violate me. I'm here trying to, like you said, trying to leave the trauma, trying to grow and then y'all do the same thing. And see, it's crazy because it's that continuous cycle. It's like you know, you're going through whatever it is you're going through. You're healing from whatever it is you're healing from on the 3D. And then now, not only are you healing from that on the 3D, you got some bullshit you got to heal through from the 5D and the 4D and the 6D because it's like, damn. So now it's not, and it's crazy because it's not even just at that point. It's not just, you know, at least on the physical level, at least on the everyday level. It's just, you know, if there's an issue, it's just you and me. But now we have other forces and other spirits and other other entities involved. Because now it's not just you and me. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's amplified. amplified. So like, I mean, the nightmares and just like all of that. And like, thank God, you know, I thank thank the gods for sure. Like, I I was able to <laughs> okay because because like I was just I'm not even gonna lie. When spirit tells me that I can unpack this, I will unpack all of this for you guys. I know that some people might be lost as to what's going on. But like what what happened? It was just a lot. It was just a lot. And it was like, damn. Here and it's like at some point, especially like as a person, and when you're in your ego, because like throughout the whole situation, it was the death of the ego. Like at this point, I have no ego left in me. You're like, I don't have, I don't know what else to, I don't know exactly. what else Exactly, like, do. I have no more ego, okay? I don't have any ego at this point, because at some point, you know, you, you be like, damn, okay, well, spiritually, I am getting violated in these streets, like, I am getting violated in these okay. streets, and thank God for my protection, and thank God, you know, to my spirits that do protect me heavily and make sure that I'm okay. Uh, because they, you know, were trying to go for everything. And when I say they were going for everything, okay. it was just, it was a whole other level. It was, it was, it was for a lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah, it was just, it was just terrible. And so one of the things that, you know, really I had to look at this space and I had to be like, okay, well, I can't sit in my ego on this because obviously the ego is what, what got us here. Obviously, the ego right. is what got us here. So I can't, I can't rely on my ego to get me through this because it, the ego always goes before the fall. While I was going through this, it was just like the ego always goes before the fall, bitch. You go either have to give up the ego, or you go, or you better be willing to fall. And I was like, I'm not willing to fall. So here you go. Can get the fuck on. Like my ego, I don't need that bitch. She can go. She can go wherever she gotta go. But I'm not willing to fall like that. 
you know, and I really, I mean, because when you're going through that, you're going through some crazy thoughts. You're like, damn, like, maybe I should just, you know, get back or maybe I should do this or maybe I should do that, you know, because they're coming for Yeah, me. and then you got your spirits in the background yelling sometimes. And I know that you're auto, orderly gifted. So you got them too turning up like, what's up? Like, what can we do? What you want me to do? And you're like, wait, we can't. Exactly. Not, what is this? You know what I mean? You're trying to discern who can I listen exactly. to? Who can I not? And one of the things that like called me is like when it when it first started, when it first started, my when my grandma was in my ear and she was like, she's like, I don't care what happens, baby, but you need to hold on to your integrity. And that is See? the thing, that is the word that has been keeping me throughout the whole thing because it was like, you need to hold on to your integrity. Whatever, you know what I mean? Like, cause it it, I remember I was right. speaking to Jonathan. Shout out to Jonathan the medium. And he was like, he was like, Love him. basically, you got some protectors and you got some people who go to war for you. And he was like, the crazy part is, is like they've been fighting back and forth and you ain't lit nothing. Um, and he was like, and what we need to do is we need to calm them down because if you guys just keep going through that and back and forth and back and forth, it's just gonna keep going back and forth, tit for tat. And so I really had to like go to my spirits and I was like, yo, uh-uh, we, we not doing that no more. It's the new game plan. We are not doing that anymore. I don't give a fuck what, what's happening over there. That's not my business. That don't got shit to do with me. It is what it is. It's a okay. dead situation. And, you know, don't wake the dead. Like, that's it. I was like, cause this is, I, at some point you have to say, this is crazy and we're going to move forward. The end. I'm back. I'm sorry. No, you're all good. People calling me for no reason. I don't even know who that is. Anyway. <laughs> no, but yes, at some point you just have to say, like, this is a dead situation and I'm not going to wake the dead anymore. Like, this situation is dead. I'm not bringing it up because it doesn't matter to me anymore. And I'm just going to go on about my business. And, and that really has been the thing that's been holding me. It's just like, if I'm gonna hold on to nothing else, if I have nothing else in the world to hold on to, it's always gonna be my integrity. And I feel like through therapy, I have been able to to stick with that and and like really, truly, not just say it because it sounds good, you know. Because a lot of people just be saying shit because okay. it sounds nice. But I, through therapy, I've been able to really hold on to that. And it's like if you don't got shit else, bitch, you got integrity. Okay, because that's what's gonna get you through. That you know, my mom came through. And, and told you what the truth was because a lot of us if we don't do this work in therapy and we're hot-headed um and we're impulsive can you imagine if i'm not working on those things and somebody throws something at me oh you did mm-hmm. what oh, okay and then your petty spirits your hot-headed spirits everybody's like oh word exactly bet. you know what i mean it's a bet and then you know somebody the other person or you may be hurt unnecessarily if again you're doing that work in therapy and then you have you know elevated spirits who are able to come to you like listen I get the vibes I see it I already know I'm just saying you know calm down exactly because it's just like one of those things it's like how you know like like how you know how how low do you want to go just because other people are going low doesn't mean you need to exactly it's not necessary for you i mean if we're trying to elevate you and move you to another level why would you go so low because then we got to do it all over again 
because then we got to do it all over again. And not only that, but you're causing a lot of chaos in a lot of people's lives who don't deserve this. And that, and it's like, yes, you, and this is one of the things that was told to me during the whole process. And this is why I've maintained the same thing that I've maintained. It's like, yes, they are coming for you. Yes, they are low. Like, yes, they are trying to aim very low. Yes, they are doing these things. However, if you go low and you hit something that's not necessarily that target and it affects somebody, like we're not gonna, we're not going to be upset for you going back and getting your target. But if you affect something that's within that circle that had nothing to do with it, that was just an innocent bystander, that is your karma. And, and that you is will pay. That you will have to answer for. And when I had that, especially when I had that epiphany, especially early on, I was just like, okay, well, fuck it. Let's just keep protections up and keep going. And, you know, there is this clip on Facebook and I think it floats around on Instagram. And it's like one of those things where it's where the guy is like, you know, I will never apologize for protecting myself. I will never apologize for having my protections up. You know, if I have an electric fence and you are dumb enough to charge at it, and it blows you back, that is not my problem. Because you shouldn't have been charging for me. I, f- I forget who. I, f- who I have his name right into my tongue. I absolutely love him and I follow him. Like, I, I love him. I have, okay. I, I don't. I we, do we know exactly what we talk about what we don't know. <laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> but yeah, so that's like one of the things, you know what I mean? Like at the beginning, I was, and throughout the whole thing, I've just been like, you know what? Protection's up. That's, that's all I got to do. That's all I'm focused on. And that's all, you know. And people always talk to me, like, people always think I'm crazy when I say, you know, I'm not a fan of hexing um, mm-hmm. because I don't want to hit an innocent bystander. Yeah. You never know. You never know how that's going to affect something in someone. And so, you know, through therapy and just, like, really working on myself, I have been able to, like, really just maintain that sense of integrity because, you know, crazy thoughts, especially when you're going through spiritual warfare, there are some crazy thoughts that be going through your head. Yeah, because again, it's I I, I want to also stress that even in therapy, it, the game name of the game is not for you to just not respond to anything, but again, it's for you to be more proactive versus reactive. Like mm. proactively speaking, Grandma was proactive because she knew the vibe, and she was like, you know what, I know my child, I know her. Let me. <laughs> Let me reach out before, you know, she her petty activates. And, you know, we will be here all day. Again, mm-hmm. she was proactive, and that's what you need elevated spirits for because they're going to be proactive in this situation. Your lower spirits, who are great in certain instances, are very mm-hmm. reactive. So if yeah. something happens, they don't, they're not thinking. They're going to do. And in therapy, and- you have to learn how to integrate that because a lot of us are reactive because we may have been taught or society, whatever the situation is, spirituality mental health is all about being proactive exactly i agree i it's very much about being proactive because like i know one of the things that i preach about a lot is the fact that if somebody i mean i know this is easier for me because i am an air sign yes um i'm the queen of swords all day you know okay vibes (laughs) but i think one of the things that um i always talk about is just your emotions if people have control of your emotions, if they are able to affect your emotions, whether good or bad, they are in control of you, essentially. Yes. You no longer have a say 
in, you know, you no longer have a say in um, what's going on. Because if they know that you will react a certain way, like when I was really heavy in my like sugar baby bag, okay. I, had, I had a specific type that I was going for. I was going for, I was going for a very, I was going for a very specific type. And one of the specific types and this, I'm not really proud of this, y'all. So I don't think I'm like trying to like, but I'm not really proud of this. But I used to always say that I wanted a man with so, with low self-esteem. Yeah. And and the reason why I always wanted a man with low self-esteem is so that my, you know, propping him up and my feeling, making him feel good about himself and my, you know, whatever it was, would always enable him to feel good. And if he feels good, he's going to spend money, especially if he's, Especially if you got a bag and he has low self esteem, that's Listen, a winning combo. That's a that's a new body. That's a new that's a new. <laughs> that's everything. That's in your it's apartment. New. That's getting your apartment two weeks after you didn't dated the nigga. It's okay? new. <laughs> that's that's getting that's getting your apartment two weeks after you didn't dated the nigga because it's not like I was trying to you know I didn't want to come in and treat him badly because of course if I'm treating him badly and he already feel bad about himself, he's not gonna want to be bothered with me. No. But I knew that if he felt bad about himself and I came through and I made him feel good, sky is a limit on what we could get. Yeah, and then uh, again, people have to they're with your emotions and controlling your emotions. I am a um in my big three I have double earth signs. So I am a Taurus Earth um, you know, sun and I am a cap moon. So for me, mm-hmm. you're never going to be able to manipulate my emotions. I don't care mm-hmm. if you just hurt my feelings and I want to cry. You would never know. <laughs> I will never in this lifetime give you the satisfaction of knowing you're able to control my emotions or, you know, manipulate me in that way. I agree. I mean, not Aquarius Moon, not Capricorn Rising, do, do wonders. Okay. Because I'll, not, cry, I'll cry in the car. Okay. Okay. Every time. But it's fine. And are you know our fire signs you know they really struggle with that and sometimes you know our water signs sometimes a little bit because their emotions get the best of them however mm-hmm. in therapy you know to tie it back in we can help you get to a place where you can manage your emotions and in that way nobody's able to use them against you exactly exactly because i think that's very important like you know people really have the ability like i always say like you know People always have the ability to manipulate you as long as they can manipulate your emotions. Okay. And that's one of the things um, in this whole situation that I kind of, you know, that I went through is like, I knew that. And I, I knew that as long as there was, as long as I could affect the emotions, I knew what type of re- reaction I was going to get. You know yeah. what I mean? I knew the type of reaction I was going to get. I knew that if I didn't do certain things or if I reacted a certain way, I would get this type of reaction. I knew that if I was able to get this type of reaction, if I did this in this way, I would get this type of reaction. And, you know, whereas with me, it's like you could be barking outside and I'll never like to know that I heard it. Okay. Um, you know, and and that's just my way that's just who I am that's my makeup that's my DNA and that's a lot of therapy as well because like 
you know, especially now after having gone through therapy and understanding that a lot of what happens is mostly projection and like, you know, people disliking me is usually, you know, that's none of my business. Um, and, you know, not, it's not important to look back when that's not where you're going. You know what I mean? Like, I've just learned a whole lot of different things in therapy, which have helped me a lot on my spiritual journey, especially through this part, because before I was, before I was going through this, I would not have known how to handle this. And I would not have known how, like what the best plan of action for this, this whole catastrophic thing. um, If I wasn't on a more disciplined path, nor would I have learned, you know, what to have done, you know, if I wasn't in therapy. Um, I always talk about Felix and I always say like, one of the things, you know, that is amazing to me is like when I first went to him and I told him the situation and what was happening and like, I'm, you know, I started learning from him. His first thought was not like, his first thought throughout the whole situation wasn't, okay, we're just going to hex her. And that's we're that. not gonna blow her up. We just gonna blow her up. Like that wasn't yeah, the thought. <laughs> it, it wasn't that. He was just like, okay, we're just gonna keep it moving. We're just gonna keep it moving. And um, what people don't know about him is that his father is actually a voodoo master of Haiti, right? So he's a really big name in Haiti. And so he was born into this. He's not new to this, he's true to this, you know. Okay, Vibes. by birthright. Um, vibes exactly (laughs) by birthright and so you know when I have conversations with him or like I'm telling you know I'm just like learning different things and picking up things I'll be picking up what he'd be putting down and it's like that's a man of integrity you know what I mean because he could easily do some shit yeah and I think that is like you said being again bringing back those things of integrity accountability discipline it's needed for you to be successful in spirituality. I understand there are different, you know, paths that allow you to do whatever it is you, whenever you feel like it. But I'm here to tell you that elevated spirits don't act like that. And if, you know, if we're thinking about levels or if we're progressing in our spirituality and ultimately we do ascend, we want to get to the next level. We don't want to keep coming to level one. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to keep repeating this, you know, for, for nothing. If I'm going to repeat, I want to repeat for something. So mm-hmm. if you get into spirituality and you're trying to progress yourself and your spirit to move forward, okay, I got everything I got from here. I'm ready to go. Discipline, integrity, and accountability are things that you're going to need. And that's the yeah. minimum. Exactly. Um, it definitely is. Like, I mean, I, you know, one of the things that has helped me find mentors is to really, like, find people who are doing what I, I would like you know, living how I want to live. Right. And, you know, I always say Felix is the big stepper. Okay. He's the big stepper. He be coming through. Uh, he be coming through Gucci out every day. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's really... Because he got living, it like that. Because he He's got it like really that. living this life. And so because of that, I look, you know, I, I definitely look up to him because he... I mean, I may not, I might not have, you know, the Lambo truck right now, but that's where I'm trying to go. And so I'm going to learn from the person that got the Lambo truck. You but you I mean? already got the Lambo tr- truck low key. Like, that's the whole thing. I, that's the vibe. <laughs> you already got it, though. So, I, I mean. I mean, physically, it's not here. But that's where I'm trying to go. <laughs> I got it on the 5D. I'm just waiting for it to show Yeah, up I'm just waiting for it to manifest. It's it physical. <laughs> exactly and so that's one of the things and like I feel that you know merging 
merging not only an elevated spiritual practice um, with therapy, I think that has been like the key and that has been the breakthrough and that has been the major thing that kind of like has forced me like in some ways, you know, Ifa is like, nah, we're all about good character. And, you know, Haitian voodoo, they're like, we about good character and all that, but we, you know, we get what we want. And okay, um, uh, we, we get what we want with discipline and focus. That's more so, I would say that's more so Haitian voodoo. Haitian voodoo is like, we get exactly what it is we want with discipline and focus. Um, Ifa yes. is like, we're all about good character. And then therapy is all about accountability. So it's like that holy... Tr- it's basically like that trinity for me of what's really been able... It's the trinity for me. <laughs> yeah. It's been, what's, it's been what's been able... Been enabling me to like really level up and move up and like just grow and still have that integrity and still have that accountability and still like make things move in the ways in which I need to make them move. And I think that that is like, oh my God, I love it. I just feel like everybody needs therapy, and which is why I offer you services. You have to invest in yourself because I know a lot of people are like, well, oh, I don't have money. Trust or you're me. nervous. Or you, you got to invest know. in yourself. You like, have to invest in yourself. Well, how do I start? What do I talk about? Like, and finding the right like therapist for you, I did definitely do a series of tweets, which I will post the next week for my Instagram people because I always post um, on my Instagram, different things for people as far as spiritually concerned um, and mental wellness and relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you have to definitely have a game plan before you go into therapy because I think that's why people get overwhelmed. They're mm-hmm. very much like, oh, I don't like this person. This person ain't listening to me. I don't, I didn't gave you the blueprint. I offer the services myself if you don't feel like it's fit. No harm, no foul. Just use the blueprint and, and be well. Yeah. I think I think that's the thing too. Um, as far as you got to invest in yourself, like at some point, you know, if you truly want to level up, like not only in spirituality, not only in self care, not only in everything, like you have to. It's an investment. Like Felix is an investment. Okay, mentors, good mentors, Ooh, yeah, mentors and good mentors are an investment. Um, therapy. And good therapy with somebody who's going to be able to, like, help you discern everything, that's an investment. And the thing with investments is that it may not pay off, like, that second. But it definitely pays off down the line. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, it's and it. it's, it's essential. It's truly essential. You can't tell me that your spirits are going to allow you to manifest all of this money, yet you're not investing back into yourself. It's just like a business. It's it's truly just like a business. Like if you, if you're, okay, let's say you've been in business for like 10 years, right? right. And you've made money for 10 years. If you haven't invested that money back into your business, you can't expect to grow. You that's know, that's not happening. That's that's not even how that works. From mm-hmm. Pepsi to Coca Cola to McDonald's to every like everybody that we you know big name brands and stuff, they're always investing back into their business. They're always finding ways to like you know be more efficient. The logo or you know they're trying to make changes so that it's an easier way for them, um, and so that they can be more profitable and things of that nature. And you have to invest in those things. And so the best thing is to like really invest in yourself. And I personally believe that the spiritual event sessions are definitely worth it. I feel like they are, and I give them. 
Uh, no, I would just say definitely invest in yourself in that way. And I, again, I try to tell people, I definitely can tell you you need to be with me, but that's fine. I can't service everybody. But you have to invest in it because if you don't do it now, like you said, later on down the road, you'll, you know, get all these things, attract all these things, and then you'll lose them. And exactly. nobody, you ain't, you ain't never had a million dollars and it didn't have a million dollars before. Exactly. I don't want you to get there. So let's get the work done now so you can keep your million dollars. Okay. Tell me about it. Yeah. I you know, I that's that's a whole that's a whole uh position I would never really want to be in. And um I definitely feel like, you know, ever with everything I've been through, I feel like, you know, I think I posted the other day on Instagram and Twitter and I was just like, you know, they say that all things work in, you know, when they say that all things work in your favor, they're not just talking about the good shit. It's a whole lot of bad stuff, too, that helped that level up. And that's one of the things that I could say in my experience and the things that I've gone through. A lot of the bad shit has, like, put me on path to be, you know, to be that launching ground to get to the level up, for sure. And the yeah. best thing that you can do is, an invest, is invest in yourself in those moments when you recognize that you're off the path and you're not necessarily being the most accountable and you're not necessarily expressing the most, the best character or whatever the case Ooh, may be. Yeah, because your family will definitely tell you, honey. Them, when you get in them cars, if you're a car reader or you're a divination and stuff, and you ain't talking to them every day, they're going to tell you about yourself. Even if you don't feel it, they're going to let you know. And that's, that's that tap on the shoulder. Okay, well, all right now, get yourself together. Exactly. And that's one of the <laughs> things too, is like, you know, every I mentioned earlier in the episode that everything is not for everybody. Like, not right. everybody is for everybody. Because I know that before I had went to Felix, I had went to other people. Not went to other people, but, like, I wanted to learn from some other people. But it just didn't. And this is no tea, no shade to anybody, you know. that It just didn't. You know what I mean? Like, your spirit. It didn't give you what you needed. Yeah, your spirit will say yes. Uh, Your spirit will really say yes. Like, there were just things that it just didn't, you know. It didn't, it didn't click like it did with uh, Felix or the other people that I mentioned, you know, Ethan Yaja or um, Jonathan, like certain things. And then, of course, you, Corinne. It's me. So, I'm here. You know, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's a team. I really have a team of people that I trust to help me, you know, move forward and clear the baggage and, and things of that nature. And I can say that my team has really helped me elevate. And so, of course, it is an investment. And it sounds like a big investment initially. But when I say the changes in my life have been like night and day, it's helped me build stronger connections with the people that are in my life. You know, it's helped me, you know, just really, really understand where I'm going and, and be certain of it and kind of unshakable in that way. And I, that's, I love it for you. I love it for the people that invest in themselves. Um, you can see the difference. It it just and it's like, damn, like why didn't I do this like ten years ago? Mm-hmm. And that's what I hear a lot. A lot of times when I have people come in, it's like, damn, where was you at like two years ago? Like I was, I was around. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was around. But you you have to like you said, your spirit will let you know when it's time. So there, you know, I don't rush people into anything, and I don't tell people you need to do it now. I, there are people that I see all the time and like damn like you really probably need to get a vent session like yesterday <laughs> but that ain't my business you know what I mean I'm, I'm here when you ready well you I'm gonna tell y'all y'all need to get a vent session period okay that's it <laughs> they are she regular and spiritual you know regular is just regular mental health if you can't afford therapy and you need a therapist 
get you a regular vet session if you are a spiritualist or somebody in a spiritual path. I don't, I'll go with anybody. It don't have to be, you know, spirituality to be, you know, religion. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is you need, spiritually speaking, there's a vent session for you. That's perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. This is probably my longest episode, but I'm happy about it. I know, but I feel like it was needed. I feel like these conversations need to happen yeah. more. Um, and if you ever want me to come back, I'm I'm always available for you. That's I always got time for you. Well, thank you so much. I hope you guys learned a lot. Um, her information is Ashley Lisa on uh, AshleyLisa.com on Instagram yes. and Twitter. Um, her, she goes by the name as Corinne on Facebook. I don't know if you add that. Yes. Um, you, I have an Ashley Lisa. So when you visit the website, there are social media links sparsely throughout. There is also a link page that puts you in touch with all of the social media I have. I have YouTube. I have a Facebook page. Um, and I have Instagram and I have Twitter. Mm-hmm. I do not have Snapchat, so don't try to look for me on there. Um, I did have an old Tumblr, but it don't have nothing to do with Ashley Lisa. So you might find me on there and be like, damn, it's not the same thing. So all the links are on AshleyLisa.com. Anything that you need. Um, if you want to book, all that can be done through there. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on today's show. And I'm really excited for the people to hear it. And you guys, don't forget, you guys can always give me feedback. Instagram, IG, Twitter, DMs, however y'all know how to reach me. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great day. I hope you do too. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.